Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. Happy Cancer season. Happy summer solstice. Happy um, longest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, I wanted to come on here because I was watching some videos, listening to some podcast episodes about spiritual bypassing but I kind of want to talk about emotional bypassing. So as you all know, whoever listens to this podcast, all two of you, hey, hello, hi. I have been recently activating my feminine and I've been activating parts of it that could be considered maybe dark feminine um, that go deeper into the underbelly of what it means to be a feminine being in the material world and uncover, unpack, unravel the darkness of the chaos and relish the unknown that is the dark feminine. And I think a lot of our power feminine power comes from that place comes from the unknown and it in my mind a lot of people including the feminine themselves the host feminine are scared of what they might uncover what they might find out if they go too deep into the darkness Um, we're all scared of the dark we're all scared of the unknown if we can't predict we retreat we try to control, we try to classify, we try to categorize. And if we can't do those things, we panic. Chaos ensues and suffering and pain comes from all of that. But what if we just like stood in the darkness? What if we just let the darkness overwhelm us? And that's where sort of the the emotional bypass comes in right it's easy to numb it's easy to distract it's easy to push away to suppress to depress um to medicate all of these feelings that come up when you are in the darkness um this kind of i think about the the deep ocean the 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 whole the the trendy um thing right now the news coverage on the billionaires going to visit the titanic in a fucking submersive they can't even call that thing that fucking sardine can a submarine because it didn't even pass any of the regulations to be called to be legally called a submarine it's called a sub submersive and visit the titanic um, a tragedy that was over a hundred that was that happened over a hundred years ago where a bunch of poor people died and billionaires just want to like I fuck it for their amusement because they're so fucking bored with hoarding millions billions of dollars right and I think about the underbelly of that ocean I think about how deeply feminine darkness is that's why I feel wintertime is like a very feminine season because it's dark. It's, it's the unknown. Um, it's the moon herself. It's Chandrama, right? It's, it's things that are concealed on purpose. Things that you cannot 
move through without appreciating the darkness, without being kind of swallowed by the darkness. And there's always a risk that you don't come back. There's always a risk that it takes you in completely and you, um, you're not able to, to, to meet the light anymore. But there's also this miracle that happens when you allow your emotions. Now, if we're coming back to a metaphor that the darkness can be the emotional well that everybody has within them. And when you go to the bottom of that well, or when you get close to the bottom of that well, how this is how miracles happen. This is how you how you meet a breakthrough in the in in the flesh. And I think emotional bypassing is this way of obviously protecting ourselves, but also doing ourselves a massive disservice. So I saw a video the 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 video that kind of um, it sparked or help was one of the inspirations for this episode is um this girl she was talking about how she got rejected from a man and she was like here are three things you can do to um process the rejection I'm like great processing rejection processing emotion is very um natural it's it's needed as well you know and the first tip is think about how this can help me and I'm like oh that's not processing emotion at all that's not processing rejection at all that's not sitting in the discomfort that's not sitting in the darkness that's not welcoming the the darkness with open arms and having tea and um unpacking what we really feel that's just a narcissistic view of how to numb emotion how to make it palatable darkness is not palatable it's really fucking uncomfortable and distasteful and bitter and fucking dark so to make it make light of dark is defeats the purpose you don't get light by shining it in the dark you get light by accepting the dark the revelation, the revolution comes in the dark when you accept it. I was listening to a podcast episode today. Another inspiration that sort of made me want to record this episode is she was talking about accepting where you're at, accepting the worst case scenario, accepting that you may never move out of your mom's house, accepting that you may never have another job in your life, accepting that... You're going to have to just white knuckle it for the rest of this time that you're on earth, right? Accepting that though, stripping away all the labels, stripping away all the identity, all the ego, all of the things that we cling on to, to make us feel safe and important and seen and heard, strip it all away and really dive headfirst into the darkness that is the unknown, that is the worst case scenario, and sit with it, and love it, because it is you, right? There, the darkness within, so uh, without. Whatever darkness you're facing in your life right now, it's a total reflection of the darkness that you're 
being called to pay attention to within your shadow your the the tunnels in which you travel and then come back from the fear the insecurity the loneliness the heartbreak the trauma I'm not saying, you know, when you go into the darkness, you're going to be re-traumatized over and over again. No, the darkness is this nothingness. It's stillness, which is the scariest of them all. You're not experiencing anything but nothingness. You're experiencing nothingness. And you get comfortable with that. Your eyes acclimatize to those conditions. Your body temperature acclimatizes to those conditions. Your mind starts to really... um rev down and quiet down and your thoughts continue to it did they start to distill back to source and you find something that you didn't know existed that you thought was scarier than it seemed or maybe it's it's scarier um in actuality but you're face to face with it whatever that is it's going to be different for everybody everybody's darkness is extremely intimate and personal and i think within cancer season and and cancer is is um represented by the moon it's it's this deeply feminine experience that we're all asked to um and, and <clears throat> cancer is my fifth house so the the dark feminine is on display it has a lot to do with um you know this the eyes chico like like when i think about dark feminine i think about i think about water signs i think about um the stare the the depth in the eyes <clears throat> And how that reflects this both light and dark. Both the surface and what lies beneath. And that is what the dark feminine is. It's a bit of an abstract concept, but it's also, like I said, deeply personal. It's going to be different for everybody that has feminine energy and everybody has feminine energy. Regardless of what gender you identify as, you have feminine energy within you. We all do. Um, And so the dark feminine is like a subset of that. And cancer season really allows us to get deep with it and the crashing waves of the ocean pushes us to get deep with it right this is the first water sign season since pisces season so um we're not used to you know we're used to like these high highs just coming off of like gemini season and low density and just um saying whatever doing whatever and then cancer season is extremely intentional it 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 brings us down and deep and it's extremely volatile and chaotic which is the dark feminine but i think that's like the first stage of dark femininity is chaos and volatility and if you can get past that you know there's this extreme quiet and stillness and if you can get past that 
there's extreme danger and um, isolation. And if you can get past that, there's breakthrough. And then if you can find the light again, I mean, who's going to say anything to you, right? So for me, it's about really meeting that darkness head on. And it's about really gathering myself and saying and breathing deeply and admitting like this is where I'm at and accepting it and loving it and not emotionally robbing myself of feeling all of it. Not turning it around and saying, what can I learn from this? Here are some tips and tricks on what you can learn from complete and utter chaos. No, it's not my job to make sense of the chaos. It's my job to embody the chaos. It's my job to not die. (laughs) Right? To not get completely thrown around and fucked up. It's my job to, 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 to deeply understand myself. It is my job. One of my jobs. Right? So if we're thinking about like what it means to deeply understand ourselves, what it means to deeply see ourselves in all of our trauma and suffering and darkness and also healing, how much we've healed. I think dark femininity also has this um, selfishness about it has this sort of self-containment about it, this this appreciation for self about it that, you know, gendered femininity doesn't allow for. Women are not supposed to, if we're equating gender to femininity, which I hate doing, but Western worlds do it, people do it, women are not supposed to be... Uh, braggadocious we're not supposed to appreciate ourselves we're supposed to be humble we're supposed to be um no 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 no. like it's okay I don't need it you know like that but I think dark femininity when you take it away from gender it really has this like this um innate commitment to self to self-preservation that's what the Scorpio archetype is it's it's extreme violent almost self-preservation how am I going to protect myself in all ways how am I going to give myself the fuel that I need to continue this journey of unraveling myself of unearthing this dark feminine because it requires a lot of self-sufficiency. It requires a lot of self-dependency and self-containment. And how do you fuel that self-containment and self-sufficiency and self-dependency? It's through love. It's through appreciation. It's through knowing that you're it. You're that bitch. You're the main character and acting like it so within so without right if you have in this innate knowing that you are everything your ancestors hoped they could be you are the one the chosen one that innate knowing is that little light within all of this darkness if we're talking about you know a crutch 
be your own crutch. And it has nothing to do with what you do and how much money you make and who your friends are and who your family is and all of that stuff. It has nothing, your social standing or whatever, has nothing to do with that. It's actually stripping all that away and still believing you're the shit. That's how you get through the darkness. That's how you um, are guided through this tunnel. Um, and it's and it and it has to be real. By the way, you can't fake it till you make it. In these parts, in these tunnels, in these in the dark, dark, deep um, facets of your self you can't fake it till you make it you can't lie to yourself here you know you can make shit up in gemini season you can make shit up in all the other seasons but in cancer season and water sign seasons you have to be unapologetically painfully authentic to get through it you have to if you're lying to yourself and and pretending that you're the main character when you feel like the side chick at best it'll come out and for me fifth house is a very public house it'll come out for me and so it's my prerogative and in my best interest to be as real as possible and to understand my authenticity it <clears throat> matters it's actually celebrated what i'm meant to do for the rest of my life my purpose my real soul purpose why i was put on this earth in this human body is the key to all of my happiness and abundance and joy and unfuckableness and impenetrability and unconditional love and all of that but i need to be my biggest cheerleader if we're breaking it down if we're being you know really basic i need to be my biggest cheerleader i need to fight for myself i need to advocate for myself not go to war not putting on armor it's actually quite the opposite to be vulnerable and to advocate for my ad advocate for my vulnerability and my ability to show up as myself is the ultimate um self-love it's the ultimate lesson in self-love and if you can do that if you can stand up for yourself even when you're in complete darkness and all of your shadow and all of your demons are right in front of you if you can still stand up for yourself and still root for yourself and still be your biggest cheerleader i think you've past a lot of it dark femininity will will um be a power will be the power that you wield in this world will be the sort of truth that you depend on when all is not well and it'll be a tool that you use for other people too with other people for other people um in collaboration with them and to 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 help them discover their own truth but it starts with self first we can take care of ourselves and um love ourselves through this darkness 
then we deserve the light too. But it starts with us. Um, I love you.